What up, it's your boy Stefan Catalan, and you're now tuned in to the Master of Me podcast. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's Stefan Catalan here with the Master of Me podcast. As always, my promise to you is if I have value to bring, I'm going to bring it. Even if it's not coming to me, I'm going to be the bridge so that you get it, you receive it, and do as you will with it. I am sitting here with a friend. Jesse Pineda. Jesse, tell them who you are and what you do. Hey, guys. Uh, like you said, my name is Jesse. My, name, my stage name is Jesse Colt. Um, the reason for that is I'm also a country singer here in Tucson, Arizona. Let's go. Um, kind of give a quick broken down. I know we've talked about it for the last 20, 30 minutes, but we're going to condense it down. Um, grew up with insurance. My dad owned an agency. He owned his own all-state agency. He was also a musician, so naturally I picked up on the two talents that he has. Um, been doing music about 18 years now. Started with accordion, turned into saxophone, keyboard, and then recently singing and acoustic. So hence why we have the two bands right now. Um, throughout all that, I've been doing insurance. Um, for my dad, I was the office manager. And then 2019, 18, I moved up here to Tucson um, and started with another independent agency. Um, started as just a producer, worked my way up to become an operations manager. Um, the agency sold, and uh, November of last year decided, hey, I'm going to own an agency, open it up, got some partner, and, and um, just went for it. Um, you know, it's the best time of the year to start a new business uh, right before the holidays, so everybody's working. <laughs> right. And you can imagine how that went. Um and now we're here. We're what are we in April now? April, April. almost my almost yep. my birthday. Yep, now. we just passed the uh, first quarter. Man, time is flying. That's that is it it's twenty twenty three. Man, this is. Uh, I think that's just been so, such a big like, from twenty twenty like is a new rebirth of of a time frame. So now it's just like oh man, it's twenty twenty three. Like yeah. it's the new, you know, BC of of mm-hmm. like life and the rebuild back and everybody yeah. getting back into it. I, I, personally, I felt like when COVID started, time was in half. Like it, it took twice as long. Right. And now that we've been coming back, it's like it's making up for that time because now it's doubled. Like right. time is just going by so quick. I had a, I had a baby last April wow. and he's already going to be one. I'm like, that's Dude, crazy. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's, he's already going to be one years old in like three, four weeks. And it's crazy. Yeah, time definitely flies, man. I think that that's a good way to, uh, like, it's a good perspective as far as, like, things can change and, like, we really don't have that much time. Like, yeah. we everything that we want to do and, and the goals that we're trying to accomplish or just cherish in these moments, like, yeah. it's not always promised. And so being all in and, and uh, using this life the best way that we can, like, is is definitely what came out of the other end of that. And if we didn't see it, you know, before that, then we got an opportunity to see it now, which is which is helpful. That's a good deal, man. What what made you get into uh country singing? How was that? Um so growing up I was introduced to what's called Tejano music, uh-huh. which is bigger in San Antonio, Texas. Right. Uh which is where I was born, but I was raised in El Paso, Texas, because that's where my parents are from. Um so that's the music I grew up with, but I always had that love for country. It started off with the 90s country, the Brooks and Dunn, the Garth Brooks, right. George Strait. I mean, you know, the classics. Right. And, um, 
once I was old enough to actually play in a bar legally. Right. I mean, I started before, but once I was comfortable to be the front man, to seeing, knowing that I can legally be in there. Right. I said, hey, let's try country too. We can do both bands. We'll rotate it off. Right. And we picked up country from there. And um, little by little, we decided it's it's a little bit stronger. So we separated the band to Jesse Colt Band. Nice. Uh, once we moved here to Tucson. So last January, uh, the rest of my family. So that's another thing is our, our band is family. Right. My dad is bass. My brother's a drummer. Right. My little brother's a keyboard player. But he stayed in El Paso to finish school. Good for him. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then we met a guy here from California, but he lives here who's a guitar player. Awesome dude. Very humble. He gets his stuff done. No way. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, to find a guitar player that doesn't want to blast during soundcheck right, right. is rare. And this dude will not play a note until we're all ready. And right. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. Right. I, I kind of want him to play while right, we're right, setting right. up because he's so good. But um, yeah, just music's always been there for me. It's always been a part of my life. That's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Um, how is uh, I've seen you like performing in um, like at places. How is that like being in front of people and playing? How does it, is that for you? You know what? I started so young that it doesn't phase me. Right. Um, I've had people ask me, "How do you get over stage fright?" Like, right. I guess I started. I don't want to say I never had stage fright, but I'm to the point where I can't remember what it was like. Right. Um, I started at nine years old, so that first six months of getting used to it i was literally and there's videos of me literally staring at my dad while i'm playing and i guess it was just a natural instinct of instead of looking at the crowd i'm sure look at my dad so i'm safe because he was playing bass then too so i think slowly i just transitioned to looking at the crowd from there i I had a focus point which was always my mom my mom was there so i'm like you're the only one that exists everyone else is not there little by little i would notice more people so now i'm to the point where I don't need to have a focus point. Right. I, I'm looking at who's looking at me. If they're singing, I'm singing to them. Right. Um, and and it's just that connection I get. And, and I love it, man. It's 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 just, I, I always look at like people that they interview like, oh, music's such a passion. And, and I'm like, you know what? I don't give enough credit to myself that it is a passion for me. Because right. when, I'm, when I'm on stage, I'm a different person. Right. Um, and I've learned to little by little bridge that gap because who I am off stage is a lot quieter than who I am right. on stage. Right. Like two years, ago, I, I, two years ago, I would have never done this, a right. podcast. Right. I'd be too shy to do it. But as soon as you put me on stage in lights, right. if you put that podcast mic up there, I'd right. talk away. I've learned to bridge that gap a lot better now. Um, with a lot of mentors and peers that I've right. worked with, it, it's helped a lot. So, um, yeah, music is, I, I would say, the foundation of who I am um, on and off the stage and professionally um, in, in this indus- industry as well. That's exciting, man. Yeah, you've, you've got the uh, music note in your logo. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's definitely like your new focal point, I could imagine, is, is having that like, it's time to go, it's go time, like the, the mic's on, oh, yeah. and it's time to perform, yeah. which, is, which is a good feeling. I feel like that I can relate with, with like if I'm calling clients or um, you know, answering the phone. Like there are times where I like working quietly, and then there's times I know that where I just need to be on. Yeah. And so it's almost the same concept of yeah. turning it on and then getting up there and, and needing to perform because it's, it's game time, so yeah. you, you got to be at your best in the moment. Yeah, you do, but I think... I think for me also is you gotta you gotta stay genuine, right? Because if you fake too much, who you're trying to be on the phone, right? You, you lose that personality for sure, and that's where a lot of people will put up their guard right. if they notice that. Right. So, I think that's one thing that I I am very cautious about. Right. Is 
be Jesse Colts on the phone, but also right. be Jesse Pineda in a way. Right. You got to find that that balance. That's exciting. Um, I, I can imagine that that's how you are with your clients now. You're yeah. talking to them, just being genuine, authentic. Like you said, they they hear you. They they're picking up what you're putting out, yeah. and whatever kind of energy you're putting out, like it's reflecting them. Especially like insurance is big stuff, man. Like yeah, it's, it, it's a it's a needed it's a needed part of the home buying process. Like you need homeowners insurance to get a loan on a home. Um, at the same time, like not just any insurance, like those things matter, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's it, people's livelihood. Yeah. And right? I, I guess to pivot into insurance, I had a, a client the other day and she's like, um, what did she say? I, I take a very personal approach mm-hmm. to sales. Um, uh, I sell with love right. in a way. Right. Um, and she's like, and she's making all these suggestions. She's like, She's like, I'm selling myself. And I'm like, I know. And that's working because I'm doing it on purpose. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you need this, 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 and that right. without explaining why. Because right. then you get intimidated. So I, I take the other approach. I ask you, like, well, do you have this? Do you have you have a, a nice jewelry that you want to make sure you can replace? Right. And at that point, you're selling yourself. And right. all I have to do is click a button and we're good to go. Right. Um, and not that it's sneaky. It's just I want to give you what you need, not what you don't. Right. Um, my, my thing is, I always say, I'd rather you pay for covering your assets, covering the things that are most valued to you, than to pay for an expensive piece of paper. Right. Because it's only worth the coverages that are on it. Right. That's important, man. That was funny. Uh, what I heard was covering your ass. No, I said uh, But it's covering your assets for sure, but like that is... Uh, it's definitely got to be a slogan in there somehow, <laughs> but that's, that's hilarious. But that's a skill set right there in itself of like, you're hearing, you're hearing the personality and then you're adopting to it. Like, yeah. okay, that is it. Thank you for giving me the key. Now he who holds the questions controls the conversation. So yeah. now you can ask your questions based off of the personality and, exactly. and then bring it back. Like this is, I hear that this is valuable to you listening is very valuable because they'll tell you everything you need to know. Right. And I think one of my biggest focuses at the last agency was business insurance. Right. The reason why is business owners, they will, they'll just cut to the chase. Right. And 90% of them will start cussing when they trust you. Right. So my goal was I need this guy to start cussing with me. Not at me, but with me. Okay. At that point, I got him. And Almost anyone that I got to open up like that, right. I got them, and that it just created that bond where I got all their policies, I got their personal stuff. Like, so I I sell like I said with love, with mm-hmm. trust. I'm not gonna sit here and well, what's that Wolf on Wall Street? You, I'm not gonna right. do that to you. Like, I need you to trust me, and that's why I was as a kid. Like, I always wanted to help. I always wanted to be there. I would finish my work and finish other people's work. Right. I tutored kids that were two grades above me. Right. Because I just, I loved helping that right. much. Right. It, it's, a, it's definitely a service, mm-hmm. like, by being of service like that. Yeah. That feeling is good of, like, yeah. um, and, and that's a big thing. Like, I want to be of service. Like, there, it's, sometimes it's uh, not putting the end in mind of, like, how much am I going to get paid for this or, yeah. or, you know, worrying about any of that. It's more of just, like, the more you're of service the more opportunity you have to be rewarded. Yeah. And the rewards will come based off the service that you give. If, if you're giving a certain level of service, you're only going to get a certain level of results from it. Yeah, so exactly. uh, I heard that from, uh, I don't know, I think it was Ice Cube. He's like, don't, don't cry about the, the money you didn't make from the work you didn't do. And like, it's not just like labor work. It's like yeah. listening is work. Like that's yeah. part of it. Like understanding and, 
and helping a person see a different perspective is how you're helping them. Like you're, there's a problem there if you're not seeing what you what you're what you're presenting. Yeah, which is good. How is uh, what are you seeing right now as far as insurance and like um, I my experience is like policy is definitely going up. It's not your same like thirty five dollar yeah. a month kind of policy. So it's funny. One of the things I I thought about when we talked the other day was what am I going to talk about? And one of the things is explaining. You've seen inflation in everything else, cars, right. homes, groceries. While it finally caught up to insurance. Right. Because for the past two years, we've been good. Our rates stayed low. But the past six months, it's it's caught up. And right. all these carriers are like, we took a big hit. Mm-hmm. We tried to stay low, but we just can't. We're going to go out of business. And then you're going to be stuck with companies that are going to charge you an arm, leg, foot, and your child. So, right, right. so at this point, it's like, okay, we're going to sacrifice a couple hundred bucks. Um but I mean, it, it could be worse, and and and, it, and it, it's it's sad because every almost every Monday I'll get an email. This carrier is raising twenty percent. This carrier is raising twelve percent. Even the big box, that that big green lizard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. They they had a huge increase, and and it's just it's just catching up, and and a lot of people don't understand. Um, which is one thing that I like to ex- explain is, is is like to educate. I mean, right. they're a business too. They have to keep up with the world. And, right. and if they don't, they can't be there to cover you in case right. they'd rather charge you a little bit more so they can pay for a claim in case something happens. Because right. if they don't charge you, the chances of them not being able to pay your claim increases. Right. So it's either you pay a little bit more now right. or you replace your $300,000 right. home, your $20,000 car. like. It's an upfront cost. The, the risk. Personally, I'd rather pay it, like yeah. twenty bucks more than to have to fork that over later. Right. So it just it all comes down to perspective. But hundred percent. So I get a client in. Um, they go under contract. One of the first things I do, in at least in the first three four days, is get them over to start shopping for homeowners insurance. So when they get to your desk, what's like your first approach of like building that rapport and then going over policies like. Um, what works best for you when you get that handoff? Um, honestly, getting to know them first. Um, obviously, I already have their address. I have their date of birth. I have their name. Um, I ask, you got any kids? You got dogs? I get those personal questions that right. they're a little uncomfortable with, but later on they realize why. Um, because also another thing is, is like they call me in six months, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? How's, how's Junior doing? How's... Sadie doing your dog right. right and they're like whoa like how do you know this I'm right like, we talked about it I wasn't just asking to put it on a policy like right I, I generally want to make sure I know who I'm working with right which is why I don't source out service to overseas right. to somebody that's not going to know you right because yes you can put it in, in your file like hey they have a dog they have a child right like, but they're not going to care the way I do right so um the process is get to know them if they're coming from out of town hey what's making you move to Tucson Oh, work. My husband's got work, military, um, opportunity, whatever. It's like, cool. Hey, congrats. Um, you got any family down here? Just kind of have a conversation with them. Right. Um, I don't need to sell them anything right now. I, I got to know who they are. Right. Because the they're getting quotes from other people. Right. From people they've worked with before, from another I don't know, friend that they posted on whatever the case is. One hundred percent. They're yeah. gonna get quotes. They're gonna get prices. Right. But when it what it comes down to is most of the time, not always, right. but most people are like, okay, Jesse knows me, I trust him, he's gonna give me what I need, not what's gonna make that agent more money. I'd rather give you just what you need 
and make my money elsewhere than to squeeze every ounce out of you. Because I also know we got to fit within your budget on a loan because that's right. also a big factor for, right. for all three sides. So right. to answer your question, that's my process. Yeah, that's, I start with personality first. For sure. I think that's important, especially going back to asking the right questions, right? Yeah. Like you, I mean, why is it important to know about the Sadie the dog who happens to be a pit bull? Well, now when I'm shopping your carriers, like I know which ones yeah. like pit bulls and who doesn't. Yeah. And and knowing the why behind that, I think it's important. Like, why can't I just get that one? Well, here's why. And then, like, okay, I'm not getting rid of my dog. So, yeah. you know, that's important to know. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes it's better just to be honest than to try to fake it. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's an important key, especially nowadays, uh, post 2020, we keep talking about that, but the, like, the touch is out of it. Like, it's more of like burn and turn. It's like a Tinder app of like, fast and easiest yeah. like everything every and maybe like the amazon shopping and like access right at your fingertips like might have messed that up a little bit but it's yeah. our job i believe it you know it's our responsibility to yeah. bring the human touch back to it because at the end of the day it's not about me it's about the other person and their why it's not my why it's it's yeah. their why and they care that i listen to them yeah you know the fact that I'm listening for their life. They're they're gonna connect with me a lot more, it, yeah. and it's not just me trying to push them over numbers. And here's how it goes: boom, boom, and boom. Yeah, there's a reason why they're leaving that one bedroom apartment to a three bedroom house. Right. Like, there's a purpose why. They right. Are. You gotta listen for that. Right. A hundred percent. I think it's all beneficial. Yeah. Good deal. How's uh? What do you do for um? Okay, so you play music. What else do you do for fun? Tell me about that. Um. I do for I mean I'm a new dad well I've been a dad for the past four years okay but they're, they're stepdaughters right I I never looked at it that way I never grew up that way right um I mean the day I came in and, and met them I fell in love with them right they're, they're beautiful girls they're beautiful souls they're 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 definitely teenage girls right so they've got their their days right. but it prepared me for my son and Turns out he's just like his mom. He's just like his dad. He's just like his sisters. Right, all in one. Right. So it's it, when they say it takes an army, it does for sure. And right now he's with his oldest sister, and and she's very good at taking care of him. So I think aside from music and this takes those two take up enough time that I have to reserve for life at home. Right. And I love it. I cherish it. Right. Um, I always and it's funny because typically you hear girls say, "I want to be a mom when I grow up." Right. I, I wanted to be a dad. Right. That's one thing that was for sure on my list. Like, I want to be a dad. I, I care more about that than what I was going to be professionally. <laughs> so Right. It's crazy. Like, I feel like even playing Barbies and stuff like that, like, as kids growing up, like, that was the goal. It's like, you're building out a family with that stuff. Like, yeah. that's what you're doing. Like, there's a car because the car goes to the house and the car and the house goes to the family and you're yeah. reenacting the shopping scene or something like yeah. that. Like, um, yeah, you know, man. aside of, like, how people look at Barbies nowadays with body image and stuff like that. It's more of like you're here to like reproduce. And like once you hit that goal, it's like I'm understanding now a new level of, of, of purpose, right? Because it's not about you. It's about your son and your daughters now mm -hmm. that like what are you going to pass on? Like how are you going to yeah. start teaching them stuff? So it gets interesting, man, as far as, uh, you know, family and the dynamic. So once you get to that point, it, it gets uh, – you learn so much more. I do with my daughters. I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old that, you know, those girls keep me humble. Like, they're, yeah. they're tough and they're soft all at the same time. <laughs> so it's like, you know, uh, I, it, it's definitely, 
you know, I, I got to play and at the same time, like, I got to like watch how I do things too. It's not like, it's not yeah. like the gladiator arena that I grew up in. Like it's <laughs> definitely, you know, they have hearts and, and yeah. uh, what I say and how I present it matters. Like, Were you all boys? The majority of my, it was four boys, two girls, um, and in the house and like even my sisters who the two girls yeah. are like they're tough they're you know tough, so yeah. we're all wrestling and and uh <laughs> that's yes, funny which did, is cool did you fight a lot with your siblings growing up um yes a hundred percent well not, not just wrestling but did you guys argue did you guys fight a lot i would say there was there was times where we definitely got into it um we just spent so much time together and yeah. we had this relationship though where we could fight with each other, but nobody could fight with you. exactly yeah, it. Like if you that. if you touch the brother or something like yeah. that. My daughter right now, my four year old says, "Tell Anthony stories, Dad." That's my brother, and I always tell him good night stories of my brother of mm-hmm. things we've done as kids. So like, in a weird way, I'm sharing my life and the stuff I've done, which I probably never would talk about the crazy <laughs> dumb stuff we've done. But like, she's so fascinated with it that it's yeah. a story. So now I get to tell it. Like super theatrical on the, yeah, you know, the wrestling match that we had on the trampoline where <laughs> I power bombed them and we went straight through the trampoline like, and we yeah. both ended up with stitches. But like, <clears throat> I get to tell the story like I'm reliving it and and how and they're so cool. fascinated with that stuff. It's yeah, crazy. That's, that's that's funny. Yeah, yeah how, how things have changed oh, for sure. Um, and it's funny because like, I I'm in that age where. I'm a little too young for like the cool generation. Mm-hmm. I'm right between. Right. But luckily with my cousins that were older, my my parents at the time, like I was able to live that 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 quote unquote fun life, right. that rule free life. Right. So I got the best of both worlds. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's funny because I look at the my stepdaughters and, and it's like I never fought. Even to this day, we have never fought or argued. And I don't know if that's just like just me and my brothers. Mm-hmm. But we've never honestly argued. Wrestle, we were in football. Right. So we, I mean, we had. You had that outlet. For yeah. Sure. But it was never intentional of like, oh, you took my controller. I'm right. going like, to kick your, like, it's like, it was never that. Like, right. It's it's so, it's, it's, it's weird to me to come to these girls that are arguing and they're yelling and they're cussing at each right. other. And then, mom, it's like, well, and then they'll come and tell mom one thing and then like. They omitted their half of the story that right. they started it. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just a different experience, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, and I think everything happens for you, right? Like my younger brother, we probably wrestled the most and fought the most, and he is an MMA fighter. He's also um, like a head, a wrestling coach, and mm. uh, and like it serves him still in his lifestyle. Yeah. Like I think he uses his stories. For yeah. him to like guide these other kids in life too. So does he still uh, fight? Yeah, he still fights. He takes them on a, a couple per year and stuff, yeah. and which is it's super cool to 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 be a part of, you know, because yeah. in the thirties and still getting after it. Like I think that's uh, that's cool. Man. That's inspiring for the kids because the kids are all, you know, everybody's under ten yeah. on, on that ah. bracket. So, so they're gonna go home and start <laughs> yes, trying to do it. <laughs> I don't know, but like I don't even I don't think his kids are like no. like rough like that, you know. But at no. the same time. Uh, I think it's cool to use your experiences and then, and then uh, like translate it somehow. And how can I do good for this or how can I do good for that? Yeah. You know, versus like keeping patterns. You know, because there's also the 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 not so fun part about the wrestling and stuff like that when it gets too serious. And yeah, and then you like later on in life you have your guard up, you know, or something like that a lot quicker. Like there's a yeah. wall you got to go through. Yeah, uh, 
that's funny. I, I even though I grew up in, in football, I'm not that aggressive. Right. And even throughout like middle school and high school, kids thought I was a bully. Right. I had never touched anyone. I right. never hit anyone. Right. I never verbally abused anyone. But people thought I was a bully. Right. So they were afraid of me. Naturally, I, I'm, I was big. I was big chested, right. big bone. Right. And I mean, I was lineman, linebacker, fullback. Right. So I was just bulky throughout right. high school. And um, but if you tried to mess with me, I I'd probably just stop you, but I would not hit. Like, right. It's just not in me to get aggressive. Right. So whenever, whenever we're, at, <laughs> whenever we're at bars, right, and the few times that there's been fights, I'm like, I'm just gonna walk out, cause I probably have the strength to put them both in their place, but I also don't want to take that path. Right. So I'll just walk away. I'll go get security. I'll I'll stay on stage. It, it's right. just funny. My eye for detail is another right. thing that's helped me with sales. Is I pay attention to everything. Right. Um, Reading maybe a little room. too much. I've always like I was always that that friend zone guy right. that was friends with all the girls because I listened to them and I right. I knew every detail about them. Even at bars, like I notice who's what, who's where, who's drank that much, right. if they're that drunk, if right. they're sober. If, I notice so many things on top of playing. Like right. it's so funny. Right. It's just crazy looking back at it. Like the things I notice is just ridiculous. Like I probably waste energy on right. things I probably don't need to use it on. But <laughs> it's just who I am. It's funny. Right, which is which is a good trait, you know. Um, out of all that, like my my youngest brother, he if something's going, like he can sense things and like he's like, is everything all right? And I'm like, yeah. he like touch my shoulder, like and yeah. it like puts me in a different. A different place, and I'm Start like crying. No, that or like everything's everything's yeah. cool, man. Thank no, you for asking. Yeah. Like, that's that's cool. That's different. Like I'm used to used to something a different energy, and and he has a different approach. Yeah. And uh, so it serves though. Um, it it's a serving purpose that I think is is necessary, especially yeah. if you can you can pick up those fine details. Because uh, going back to the main concept of of people care about. Um, they care about if you care about them. Yeah. Like people don't remember what you said; they remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And and so like that's a leaving impact. Like oh, okay, cool. I was hanging out with Jesse, and you know, of course everything's cool. Like everything was, I felt good in that. You yeah. know, but you know, if you had a, a rough experience, then you're like, yeah, not my energy, man, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you feel that. So it's it's important because how you do anything is how you do everything. If you do it at home or you do it here, you're probably doing it with your clients, and yeah, exactly, it affects everything. That's 100%. good. That's good. Insurance, man. How can people get a hold of you if they need to get a hold of you? Um, of course, we got a website. We got Facebook. Okay. It's Allegro Insurance. Um, Allegro is a musical term. Um, it's on top of this little treble clef sign. Right. The term Allegro is also from insurance. Right, right. Um, and uh, Allegro is just it's an up upbeat tempo because right. we're just going. You're just going. You're getting right. things done. Um, so that's kind of why I went with that, but. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and um, AllegroInsurance.net. Okay. So that's one thing is people always go to .com. It's .net. Right. Um, but you can you can call me. Um, my number is 520-651-8251. And then uh, my email is uh, jesse. So it's J-E-S-S-E, no I. Uh -huh. <laughs> A lot of people put I, and uh -huh. they're like, I sent you an email. I'm like, wow, did you put I? He's like, yeah. I was like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> so J-E-S-S-E at allegroinsurance.net, again, .net. So, yeah, I mean, shoot me a text, send me a call, and, and we'll get things going. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? Jesse Pineda. Jesse the Colt Pineda. <laughs> um, you heard it first. He's uh, 
authentic, down to earth, and he's here for you. It's it's one of the most important parts of the home buying process is having homeowners insurance. So when we're running your payment and I'm giving you those figures, you know, there's your there's your principal, your interest, your taxes, your homeowners insurance payment is part of that. So being able to have the best insurance. So when you're making your mortgage payment is going to be one of the best things that you want to do. And I'm going to share that, share Jesse with you early as promised in the first four days. So that way you can get shopping on that early and you have that peace of mind knowing that the house that you're about to buy is going to be taken care of.